Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in, so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Oh, you found us all right. At the South Point, it's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. This is VSIN's primetime action, where the, uh, the New York Knicks are beating the Brooklyn Nets by 17 points at the half. And if Brooklyn loses this, they will fall into the old 9 10 game. Mm hmm. They don't want that. Only two regular season uh, gaming uh, games rather remaining after this. So Brooklyn's got their work cut out for them over the next 24 minutes, and Steve Nash does not look happy on the sideline. Let's, uh, let's update all the scores with Kelly. Yeah, I'm also noticing that uh, just checking out this Mavericks-Pistons uh, box score. Apparently Dwayne Casey's cool with playing all of his guys again for no oh, apparent reason. Unbelievable. You know, give him like two and a half games off, and then you know we're going to play everybody again. So Cade, uh, 21 points, 8 assists, 6 rebounds for him tonight, 2 steals as well, 925 left in that game to score. The 105-93 Mavericks on top. Uh, live line right now, Mavericks 10.5 and 237.5, and the live total. Uh, Knicks up, uh, like you said, Gill 70-50 to 50 over the Nets right now. 11-15 left in the third quarter. Knicks 11.5 point live favorites. 230.5 the live total. Over on the ice, three games in action. Capitals on top of the Lightning, 3-2. to two. Twelve and a half minutes left to go in the second period. Capitals minus 220 live. Lightning plus 160, eight and a half your total. Juice to the over. 
Red Wings and Jets, one apiece, 345 left in the second period. Live numbers currently off the board. Uh, and the Blues up on the Kraken, one to nothing. There you go, Matt. Yep. Second period just underway there. You damn right. Blues minus five fifty <laughs> live. Is that an acceptable price, Matt, or should it be like minus a thousand? It should be. It should be longer, but it's okay. Okay. Yeah. You get plus three forty on the Kraken if you wanted to get in on on the anti Matt Brown side. Uh, live total set at five. Oh, that's it. That's all you got. That's all I got, man. Not, not, a, not a ton of uh, not a ton of hockey tonight. Not a ton yeah. a ton of NBA. The national championship game kind of threw off the NBA schedule. You know Wednesday's what? usually when we get our most games. Mm-hmm. We actually had more last night. We'll have more tomorrow, I believe. You know where there's going to be a ton of stuff tomorrow. Yep. Because not only do you have the NBA and the NHL, but you got Major League Baseball and the 86th Masters at Augusta. Gentlemen, where do we begin? We can start with our bets. You can start with just your general thoughts on the course and what you're looking for here. Yeah, we'll just, let's let's break it down here, Kelly. We'll go with just starting out with the field in general here. 91 players, Tiger and J.J. Spawn. J.J. Spawn gets in for winning the Valero last week. So 91 players total. 50 in ties make the cut. So 54 made it last year. Just to give you an idea, we're likely to see you know about 60% of of the field make it here. And when you start to really get down to who we think can compete, it's even, it's even more than that. And so um, past champions get a lifetime exemption. So you are going to have all these guys are teeing it up. Sandy Lyle, Jose Murillo, Thobble, VJ Singh, Larry Mize, Mike Weir, Fred couples, Patrick Harrington, Bernhard Longer. They are all teeing it up this week at Augusta. So that's eight guys with virtually no chance of winning. I mean, literally sub 1%, probably sub half percent chance of winning. I mean, Mize played last year. He shot 84-79. VJ played last year. He shot 79-80. Sandy, Sandy Lyle played last year, shot 81-75. Right. So, again, good by golfer standards, not good by current professional golfer standards. Right. If I had to pick one, though, I'd go with Bernhard Longer out of that group. There you go. There you <laughs> and go. there actually are matchups. I've seen some matchups between the old guys. It's kind of funny. Yes, yeah. And then then we have six amateurs in the field as well. We know that there's at least been some amateurs that have made the cut here and there, but no amateurs ever contended. Here's six more guys that have no chance, really, of winning. So eight, six. Now we're at 14. You subtract 14 from 91. We're at 77. But... We've got guys who are coming in, and some of them, admittedly, not 100%. Bryson DeChambeau came out and said, he's at about 80%. Yep. Hideki Matsuyama came out and said, he's hopeful the neck holds up for him over the course of the tournament. Jeez. Paul Casey has said that he is injured. Abe Answer pulled out of his hometown tournament because of an undisclosed injury. Webb Simpson also battling injuries out there. So that's five more guys that you can – all but remove. I'm not going to say completely because again, these are these are still professional athletes and they're all really they're all still really good golfers and maybe they can figure, you know, figure out the combination of Advil and Percocet and whatever else it all takes to like get it <laughs> this done. Is really a deep dive. But like wow. deer antler spray. You but know. like, you know, so now that's seventy seven, you remove those five guys down to seventy two. And again, so fifty and fifty and, and ties make the cut. We're likely to get fifty three, fifty four, something like that. And about 72 guys that we really honestly think have a chance at contending for this thing. So keep that in mind when you're starting to make your yes-no cut bets. Keep that in mind when you start to look at these top 30 bets that are out there, these top 20 bets that are out there. So keep all of that 
in mind when you're doing that. No player outside the uh, official world golf ranking top 30 has won since Angel Cabrera in 2009. So if we wanted to continue this whole process of elimination thing here, Adam Scott and Patrick Reed are currently outside of the world golf ranking top 30, so they would be removed. And then the other one is the, you know, that we've, we've talked about a couple of different times this week is that no debutante has won since 1979 when Fuzzy Zeller won. So that would eliminate a handful of guys, notably Sam Burns. Let's hope we break. Yeah, let's hope trend. we break that. Yes. I just I want to add one more kind of trend on there, Matt, where mm-hmm. it's the, you know, again, we often talk about trends. I do think with, with the Masters, you can look at this stuff a little bit more seriously. Uh, you, you know, what is really, truly predictive and what is not. Uh, but, you know, this was, we, we talk about Matsuyama, how he kind of blew up all these trends last year. But heading into, before that Matsuyama win, nine straight Masters champions had at least two top 15 finishes in their three tournaments leading into the event. So the Guys that would qualify for that this year, Scotty Scheffler, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Daniel Berger, Shane Lowry, Sam Burns, Terrell Hatton, Russell Henley, Billy Horschel, and Kevin Kisner. Just Just if you want, yes, if you want to, yeah, if you want to add those guys, kind of get in there. It, it, listen, we talk about course history here for the Masters, and that's because it's been played at Augusta, Augusta National since 1934. Now the course has morphed and changed. They are very, very proactive in making sure that this course stays hard. Um, fair, but hard. And so that what they did this year, two holes got lengthened. We're going to play a par 72 at 7,510 yards. The 11th and the 15th holes got lengthened. The 11th had 15 yards added to it, which has that hole, has that hole playing at 520 yards. Um, the 15th hole plays 20 yards longer now at 550 yards. We talk about the penal areas here, the gra- the rough, not all that penal. Um, really, it, and, and there's only 44 bunkers. Now, the bunkers, if you get them in there, could be pretty tough. It's only a 47% uh, uh, par percentage whenever you hit one of the bunkers here. So while there's only a few of them, they're still tough. So basically, you just want your guys to avoid the bunkers here. There's only water on four of the holes. So the real defense is just the length, the greens that are crazy fast and have all kinds of runoffs and all kinds of undulations and all the different things like that. The natural landscape of just there's trees everywhere. So if you're too far off, you're going to be shooting from, you know, you're going to have to try to hit it around trees or under trees and all the different things like that. And then what we found out we've heard all week. And then we just talked to David Barnett from tour junkies who lives down there. And that is, yeah, rain. And so when this course is going to be a little bit softer, at least on the first day, now he believes that they're going to try everything they can to dry this course out. And, and with the winds that are coming on Friday, could, could certainly dry it, out as well, dry it out as well. But Thursday, likely to be super soft, super wet. And with that, you're going to get no run out on these drives. And it's going to play even longer. Like it's going to play super, super long because you're going to drive it and it's going to go plop like out there. And you're not going to get those extra 10, 15, 20 yards of run out. So something else to consider when it comes to that, you're going to watch Amen corner. That's the famous three hole stretch. There's a 500 yard par four. There's 155 yard par three and kind of a risk reward 510 yard par five. Um, Ray's Creek is is prominent on all three of these holes. And so this this is three of the four holes that actually have water that are going to be there on Amen Corner. So that the tournament can be won right there because, again, there's a 510-yard par five. You can be super aggressive. It can also be lost if you go ahead 
and hit it in the water. Yeah, we've seen it lost more times <laughs> yes. those holes, honestly, than one, right? Yes, no, absolutely. Um, ryegrass fairways and rough, uh, bent grass greens, typically firm, fast, hard to read, going to be bumps and stuff all over the place, and which is why we have seen that you don't have to be a good putter to win here at Augusta. It, 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 the last 14 winners at the Masters, strokes gain putting, only Jordan Spieth inside the top 60 in the world. Hideki Matsuyama, one of the worst putters, notoriously one of the yeah. worst putters on tour. One last year, he was coming into this tournament, he was 175th in the world in strokes gained putting. Dustin Johnson in the fall version, 48th. Tiger Woods in 2019 in that magical run, 74th. Patrick Reed, 72nd. Sergio, 162. Danny Willett, 60. Bubba, 109. Adam Scott, 130. Bubba again at 142. You get it. Phil Mickelson, 133. Trevor Immelman was 191st in the world in putting. So you do not have to putt well in order to win this tournament. That is the main thing here. Don't overvalue putting too much on this. What you do need to do is take advantage of the par fives. Par fives have at least a 30% birdie rate. All four of them have at least a 30% birdie rate. So an advantage to longer hitters here who can get the, get it there in two. Patrick Reed, when he won, was 13 under on the par fives. When Hideki won, Dustin Johnson, they were 11 under each on the par fives. You were going to get the majority of your scoring on these par fives, so you have to be able to go out there and take advantage of all of those. And so, you know, this is how we started to break down, shorten our player pool, what fits these these kind of the, – the type of player that can play well in all of these factors right here, Gil, and that's kind of how we got to our player pool. Okay. And that player pool we will reveal momentarily what our bets are, outrights, and beyond. Do you make any Tiger uh, derivative bets? Make the Make the cut. Make I did cut. as well. Make the cut. Yeah, I think that's the one. Coming back, we'll do all of that. And then our one and done and draft of the Masters right here on VEASAN's Primetime Action. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. 
I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime, Gil, Matt, and Kelly talking 86th Masters. You ready to give your picks? What do you got? Yeah, man. All right. Let's 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 do it to it. A um, couple of couple of last little things here. If you're you know if you're still trying to put a, a betting card together, over the last five years, 13 guys have multiple top tens. And again, we we talk about that this is the most predictive course on the tour. They play the same course every single year and have since 1934. Uh, John Rahm, Dustin Johnson, Jordan Spieth, Justin Rose, Rory McIlroy, Cameron Smith, Patrick Reed, Tony Finau, Webb Simpson, Brooks Kepka, Mark Leishman, Xander Shoffley, and Corey Connors. So those guys right there are the dudes. There are a few of those that I don't like, but those are the, you know, over the last five right. years, those are the only guys that have multiple top tens. I, uh, I caught this note earlier in the week. It was top top ten percentages in Masters masters of qualified players, so their careers in the Masters. We laugh when we see that price on John Rahm. He's hit top ten in 80% of the Masters he's played in. <laughs> it's just silly. It speeds at 62, uh, over 62%. Tiger over 60%. Cam Smith right at 60%. I, it's, it's wild of somebody guys some of uh one other thing to consider here and this is just kind of a, an overall betting tip in golf in general but specifically at this tournament we talk about like holding back maybe a bullet or two for some of these guys that maybe you want to get in on um as the tournament kind of progresses here the average first round score of the last 30 winners of this tournament is 69.7 so 70 two under par so the guy's not going to go light it up on thursday and we've actually seen that only 10% of the guys that finish inside the top 10 shoot their best round on Thursday. So just keep that in mind. If there's a guy that you were kind of eyeing and you don't want to bet him quite yet and he shoots par or only one under and he's three or four back or something, that doesn't mean he's unbettable yeah. at all. Like that does not mean he's unbettable. Certainly a guy that you can still pull the trigger That's on. probably the best bit of – 
everybody hold your horses talk mm-hmm. we could have, which is we have all the time in the world to talk about this tournament before it starts. We all get wrapped up in all of our pre-flop bets. Just know that nothing is over. After well, tomorrow. it's for you know you I can don't... lose the Masters on Thursday, but you know I mean, but you it, can't win. Exactly, you can't win it. And it's 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 you know like we talk about as we head into NFL season. You know, for guys like Matt and my, Matt and myself, it's like we've been stacking bets on this tournament since November. You know, so it's our card might not reflect exactly what you know what Matt's talking about right there. But yeah, like you want to save if you're just building your card this week, definitely save a bullet or two to fire in game for sure. And that's not to say I won't. Like, you right. know, like that's not to say that I won't for sure or, or add on to some of these guys that I already have in the account. So where I'm at, I started um, I started at the top. Justin Thomas, I know, me and everyone else in the whole world, uh, plus 1540 on him. He's first or second in my 50, 36, 24, and 12-round models. He, he comes in either first or second, and, and you know, it, I just, just can't ignore the numbers. Just to recap, know? because we hit this on the Megapod, take out your 50. He matches number one overall on our uh, both of our last 12, last 24, last 36, right? Yeah. Because I don't, I don't know how many times we've sat here before a golf tournament, and me and you have matched perfectly like that before. Um, he's gained... 34.4 strokes tee to green over his last four events. He just has putted like complete garbage. And here's the thing. Everybody might putt like garbage this week at the mat. Like it doesn't pay to be a good putter. And so maybe he could just find a little bit of something. Remember, the only guy we heard, we got that, that little nugget as well. The only guy that's getting whispered in his ear about things to do around Augusta is Justin Thomas from Tiger Woods. Tiger's exactly. not talking to anybody exactly. except for Justin Thomas. So if anybody's getting some little tricks here and there, it's Justin Thomas. And, and again, like, you know, it's, it's really just kind of finding some some magic with that putter, and I think he could get it done for and, sure. And as you be pointed out, I had Casey Kerr on a numbers game this morning, famous caddy. He's been on the bag of Ernie Els, P.J. Singh, Arnold Palmer. has won many majors on the bag. Uh, you know, I asked him, Bones McKay on Justin Thomas's bag here, is that is that a big deal? Is that or Do we make too much of that? And he's like, oh, no, he got him just for this tournament. Mm-hmm. This is why he got him. So all of that stuff for Justin Thomas. Uh, Cam Smith, I took at 18, and then as we were sitting at this desk, ended up taking him again at a little over 20 because uh, the the love for Cam Smith, for whatever reason, is not there. Um, I get it. This is a more public tournament than most, and we talked about this leading into this tournament two, three weeks ago that, hey, guys, we're going to have 11 different states betting into this for the first time, mm-hmm. and they're going to be betting the names that they know. And, and Cam Smith probably isn't a household name to a lot of golf fans out there, but all he does is go out and contend. He is he has four starts here, and T10, T2, and a T5 in three of those four. Uh, over the last 50 rounds, so if you're looking at good history on a guy, over, his last, over the last 50 rounds of the people in this field – He's 10th in the field in approach. He's first in short game. He is fourth in strokes gained on par fives, which we said is so vitally important at this course. And he's seventh in three-putt avoidance because what I don't want is a guy to make it on the green and then start knocking the ball all over the place because, listen, sometimes you just got to lag it up there and take your your par, and um, and, and Cam Smith's going to do that. So really do like him a ton. Played Scotty Scheffler at 20. He's the number one golfer in the world. He's the hottest golfer in the world going right now. I'm just riding the form with him. He wasn't, like, really 
exploding off the page in any of these models that I ran, yeah. Kelly. But like he is, he's in the top twelve in all of them. You know, in the top ten, top twelve. So that's certainly not bad. But it's just you know, typically this didn't that wouldn't trigger a bet for me on a guy that was at such short odds. But just really love his his form. Corey Connors is the only short guy that I didn't that I played this week. So I was looking at driving distance so incredibly heavily in this one, and probably even more after finding out the conditions are going to be so wet. But Corey Connors is the only short guy that I played strictly because his iron play is just absolutely phenomenal. And if these greens do happen to soften up just a little bit, it could really favor a dude like Corey Connors, who is just so incredibly good he, with with the iron. He's one of the guys, Matt, that I haven't, I don't have in any any kind of bet on that I'm kind of kind of regretting might be adding something on tonight. Mm-hmm. Just to back up kind of what you're talking about too. Most uh, most strokes gained ball striking last four years at the Masters. He ranks second only behind Dustin Johnson. Strokes gained approach since 2015 at Augusta. He ranks third behind Spieth and Louis Oosthuizen. Yeah. Uh, Joaquin Neiman uh, comes in at 65 to one Joaquin Neiman inside the top 20 in every version of the model that I ran and I'm getting him at 65. That is where I start to do it. Like, listen, if I, if I think that there's a, a, a big time discrepancy in what I think I want in a golfer and where his odds are sitting, I'll pull the trigger on that. Joaquin Neiman does everything well. He just doesn't do anything superbly well, but that's what I, I like a well-balanced guy I want in this tournament. I think Neiman is is certainly one of those guys. Sam Burns, I understand. Debutante, I got a huge number on him. I don't feel guilty one bit. This number has plummeted down to 35 at some books out there because people understand this guy's really, really good. Yeah, it's his first time to play, but he has three wins under his belt. This is not a guy that doesn't know how to go out and win, and he's not going to feel like this moment is too big for him. Sam Burns inside the top five in every single one of the models that I ran this week. I love Sam Burns this week. We got a little anecdotal thing from from uh, David Barnett a little bit earlier as well that apparently he was playing a bunch of practice rounds with Scotty Scheffler and was was getting the best of him out there in those and so that's interesting stuff as well these just last ones are just number plays Robert McIntyre 274 to one and Luke List at 450 to one those numbers are long gone people saw that that was way off market and they came in and, and hammered on those um, both of those guys just feel really really solid and all that stuff bunch of matchups Cam Smith over Rory McIlroy Sam Burns over Patrick Cam- Cantlay, Neiman over Lowry, Hatton over Matsuyama, and then McIntyre over Fleetwood. Every single one of those plus money. I took the dog in every single one of those matchups. And then uh, some finishing position stuff. Justin Thomas, Cameron Smith, Robert McIntyre, uh, all like you know, a couple top 10s to top 20, and then Hideki, a no on the top 20. Love it. All right. I have uh, much fewer, uh, many, many, I should say fewer bets. So we'll get mine in here before the break. We'll get to Kelly's afterwards. I do have six outrights. I am also going to add Corey Connors because uh, I'm seeing a 60 to one on him. I will take that. But Scotty Scheffler at 16 to one, the world's hottest golfer, the world number one, with John, which John Rahm is not very pleased about, by the way, uh, we hear. Cam Smith also at 16 to one. Rory was my uh, first bet. Made that a while back at 16 to one. And then these are just bets that I just want to have. Brooks mm-hmm. Kepka 20. And a half to one, if you will. Will Zalatoris at that like that number oh. near thirty-seven to one, and Eldrick Tiger Woods because I will not not be a part of it if this happens. Sixty-two to one. I forgot. I also bet Will Zalatoris at forty-four to one while oh. we were sitting here at the uh, 
Uh, th- there's a couple numbers I need to look at again. Like we were talking about, you you added that because Circa readjusted yep. some numbers, so there's definitely some ones I'll have to dive back into and check out. Yeah, so I there, forgot there, about that. There's sure. also a Tiger Woods to make the cut that I think I will bet before the night is out. Yeah, I think we're all through. I still, Matt, I don't know, you know, I'll go over my bets next segment, but the I, for people looking at Tiger stuff uh, for this year, I still think anything, if you get anything at plus money on a make, on a make the cut, I think it's a, I think it's a solid bet. Um, I don't know that I'd be messing around with anything else besides that. That's me personally, but that, that's where I stand on it. I don't know how you feel. No, if there's plus money still out there to make the cut, we already said this, right? And there is. It's 91, 91 runners. Only about 72 of those guys are guys that are any real threat in this tournament. Tiger did not tee it up to go miss the cut. I see plus 110s or better out there still on that. Kelly's picks next, our one and done in our draft. It's VEASAN's primetime action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Heat up your lineup with the FootJoy Tee-Off Challenge. Join two free fantasy golf contests that could be for your share of $10,000 in total cash prizes while the world's best golfers tee off. Head to DraftKings.com slash FootJoy now to join the action. FootJoy, the number one shoe and glove in golf. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Looks like the uh, Brooklyn Nets are going to only trail by 10 at the end of the third quarter, 82 to 72. So uh, they are within striking distance. Striking distance. Yeah, if there was any other part of this, if it was any other time in the season, I would have said a live bet was looking really juicy there. But it's just it's tough, tough to guess motivation factors for some of these teams. They better be motivated. They need to be. Uh, Kelly, your master's picks. Yeah, just uh, yeah. R- start running through this stuff. Just wanted to go over what uh, you know what we put in our bottles this week too, Matt. And if you anything you wanted to ju- sure. uh, add in there as well, over sixty percent of mine w- was approach stats and off the tee stats. So it was strokes gained off the tee, driving distance, strokes gained approach, greens and regulation. Um, and then besides that, I did also look at scrambling. Looked at strokes gained par five, as Matt mentioned before. It's really where you're going to score on this course. Matt and Gil mentioned that earlier. It's really where you're going to score on this course. Looked at some proximity, 175 to 200. David Barnett pointed that out uh, when he was on with us earlier, too. A lot of the approach shots coming from there. Um, And then it was some... uh, strokes gained short game, which around, combines putting in around the green, just a little bit of that, and then bogey avoidance was something I looked heavily at, too. I think that, Matt, even with the, with the bad weather, I think that becomes even more important now. You know, we're really, you want to get on get on the green and, ma- and you make some putts from there. I think if you're scrambling too much, it, 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 could, be, it could be an issue this week. Um, you know, some of these stats, though, and some of the other trends that we've seen in the Masters, this, this is a big reason why I added this in. Nine, nine of the past ten winners were top seven in the field in greens and regulation. You're going to see that a lot in most tournaments. You know, approach, approach is always going to be so important. That's why you're going to see stuff like that. But also eight of the past winners, top ten in the field in scrambling. So it really is, this is why the Masters is one of the best tests in golf, I think. it's We're looking for guys that are long off the tee, that are great 
straight on approach, but they also got to be able to, you know, fix their mistakes when they come up, be able to scramble, be able to hit shots around the green, get out of these bunkers uh, when you can or when you need to. So those were all stuff that I kind of looked at in my model and coming up on top, like we talked about before, JT was number one. So he was, wasn't able to get quite as good a number as Matt was able to get to, but he was my first ad this week, added him at 14 to one uh, on the outrights. Scotty Scheffler, we both added 20 to one last week. Um, That was, I'm a little surprised to hear what you said because Scheffler was, I mean, he was top five in every model I ran, except for the last 12, he came in ninth. So I guess a little bit better in my model than what he was looking like in yours. Mm-hmm. Um, but still 20, 20 to 1, didn't add on any more to that bet. One other ad this week was Victor Hovland at uh, about 23 to 1 is where I got him at. This is another guy. He landed, let's see, sixth, sixth. And third in my different models. So uh, Hovland, we're a big uh, we're a big fan of him. I don't know if this is the breakthrough major spot for him, but uh, I think that's a good number. And I do think he is one of those guys where we've kind of seen this tier develop in the betting odds of guys that we really think can win and maybe are a little bit more of a stretch. I do think he's got a good chance this week. Uh, so him and the outrights, other outrights, I bet uh, another outright I bet earlier on is Daniel Berger. Bet that after the Honda Classic, fifty-five to one. Not loving that as much right now. I would say it was kind of my one regret uh, early bet from earlier in the year. Just not, it's still a better number than what you're going to find mostly in the market right now. Just not showing up in my model as much as I would have liked. Uh, Sam Burns, 87-1. to We already talked about that. That was the first Masters bet we made uh, this year. Burns Burns still looking good in my model. I like that one this week. Gary Woodland, 100-1. to I will continue to bet him as he's looking better and better each week. He will get off the schneid and win one of these tournaments at some point, and I Gary Gary doesn't have the best uh, Masters history before uh, experience, but still at 100 to one on a world class player, just coming back from that injury. Still, um, I'm willing to take a shot on and Luke List 450 to one. Uh, we talked about that one before. We've added that. We added that early on. Uh, my last 24 model, he shows up third in last 36. He's uh, shows up eighth in, so that, that was a no brainer for me as far as matchups that I played this. This week, uh, two right now could be a couple more ads tonight. Targeted Matsuyama in both of these. Matt t- took Neiman at minus one twenty mm-hmm. over Matsuyama. Neiman's a guy I'm coming in pretty hot on this week. Uh, it, a combination of being pretty high on him and then Matsuyama looking to fade a little bit. Took hit, took uh, Neiman at minus one twenty over him, and then Terrell Hatton. I know you played this one as well. Yeah. Uh, plus one twenty over Ma- Matsuyama. Uh, there, as far as finishing positions, took a top ten on JT, just plus one thirty-five. There, uh, the problem was is that you, you know when you when you talk about some of these guys that you're looking at with betting with shorter odds, you, the finishing position bets become more difficult to bet, obviously. And then you got to find matchups that they usually are pretty limited on betting options for matchups. So I wasn't going to go hammer a, 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 against John Rom or anything like that. We've talked about him finishing eighty percent of the time in the top ten over his Masters appearance. So I rarely do do this. Usually we'll try to target guys like this in matchups more often, but decided to play a top 10 on him this week, plus 135. Top 20s on Victor Hovland, Sam Burns, and Joaquin Neiman. Top 30 on Luke List. A lot of those are really model results, guys that I think are going to do pretty well this week. May not end up winning, but I think are going to be up there on the leaderboard. 
Uh, to make the cut, Tiger Woods plus uh, about plus 115 is where I got that at uh, to make the cut. I think that's absolutely bettable. We talked about it all week. This guy, if he's feeling good, he tees it up tomorrow. This guy feels like he can win. He said it. He feels like he can win out there. I don't know if I believe in that, but I believe he can make the cut absolutely at plus money. I love that. Um, and another guy I wanted to work in here, Siwoo Kim, uh, top South Korean player, plus 125. I have on him as a nationality prop. I li- I do like him this week. Uh, we've heard we've heard some guys that are very high on him this week. I would say I'm high on him, not not as high as some other guys we've heard from. But I do think that top South Korean bet's pretty pretty good bet. Where really Sung Jay is the only other guy I'm remotely worried about. So those are those are all my bets for the Masters. Three three other guys we didn't mention. Um, John Rahm, of course, you know, top of the board, number one, number one. No, uh, shortest odds out there. Listen, his last four ma- Masters, you can't argue with this. T5, T7, yeah. T9, and an outright fourth, right? So it's just for me, it's just that the odds are just too short in this field. And and, and listen, his form is not, it's not bad by any stretch. It's not as good as what it usually but is. But it's so. just not yeah. as great as it's been. And I think any of these guys that are, you know, double his – you know, like literally double right. what he There's what his odds him. are yep. is is there just a little bit more a little bit more bang for the buck there with that. Listen, we can't get out of here without talking about Roy McElroy. He's going trying to complete the career grand, grand slam, kind of under the radar. Gill, he's had a little bit better form than I think that we've than we've really noticed because he did play a couple of tournaments over overseas. He played a couple over in in Dubai where he competed and, and played pretty well and nearly won. And I actually would have won one of them, but he hit, like on the seventeenth, he ended up hitting one in the hitting one in the water and ended up not winning the tournament. But I mean, he, if he'd have played it conservative, most likely would have won that one. So he is not as bad as I think we think. Maybe in all of oh, this, oh no, totally. He's top but, ten in every one of my models. Yeah, well, and, and even I'm just you saying, like, even everybody. just recent form, like I don't think it's as bad really as as maybe we we make it out to be with with all this, but. Um, Again, just just didn't didn't make mine, and then we can't you know gloss over Jordan Spieth. If we're going to talk about the Masters, we can't gloss over Jordan Spieth. This guy has eight starts. He has made all eight cuts. He has five top threes and a top, and a t eleven in in six of the eight. So five top threes and a t eleven in six of those eight. The other ones he had a t twenty one and then a t forty six in the fall version of this tournament, which I kind of some of those stats I kind of just take with it with a grain of salt because the course is just completely different in the fall than it is whenever they're playing it right now in April. So um, you know, listen, I don't have any Jordan Spieth stuff. I will say this: that is the one guy that I have circled for the. If I have to put in a bullet after round one, mm. that that Jordan's could could be that guy. So that, I think Rory would be that guy for me. He he's the guy that if Jordan's you know shoots par, and he finds himself three or four off the lead, and his and he's you know now is at thirty or something like that. Um, that's where I would come in and kind of pull the trigger. I think on on Jordan. So he, he's the guy that I do have circled to kind of see how he looks after Thursday. I do have a. Play on Rory McIlroy at nearly seventeen to one. Yep. And Jordan Spieth is the answer to the question of who has the greatest course factor adjustment, uh, minimum twelve rounds at the Masters in history. The answer is Jordan Spieth, meaning that over sort of the course of his career, his step, his his play has stepped up by the widest margin. 
mm-hmm. over his play the rest of yeah. uh, the rest of his career at this particular course. One one other thing I just want to mention quick: the, I will be adding. The only thing you didn't see on my on my card is first round leader bets. I will be adding a few of those tonight when I get more of a firm uh, idea of what the weather's looking like. But it is mostly going to be those Thursday morning guys. That is where is what's looking like the be- the best weather we're going to get from Thursday and Friday is going to be early tomorrow morning. One and done, and the Augusta draft for the Masters. Our draft next, right here on VEASAN's Primetime Action. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in, so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very slow. all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. (laughs) Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
The Masters tees off tomorrow. I think we drove home that point. And there's still time to get betting intel from all our experts. We've got a breakdown of every golfer in the field, plus futures bets and matchups in our Masters Guide, available now on vsin.com. Also, best bets from the host of The Long Shots, Brady Cannon, Wes Reynolds, Matt Humans, and special guest this week, Scott Van Pelt from ESPN. Sign up today and get full access to VEASAN through the Masters, the start of baseball season, and the NFL draft for only $19 at VEASAN.com slash spring. Which is that? You're going to pay in Chilean pesos. Oh, yeah. It is expensive. It is 15,198 Chilean pesos. That's a lot of pesos. I I would just pay in U.S. dollars if I was them. By the way, you two did a spectacular job on the uh, Beating the Book podcast, 86th Masters Preview. You all enjoy it. Very well received by oh, the people. That's great. Thanks for having us on. Thanks for uh, being on, but I'll say it again. You guys should do your own podcast. You guys should do your own golf podcast. You know. Birdies, Brown, and Bidlin. B3. Actually, B- Birdies and Beers with Brown and Bidlin. There you go. Bourbon. There you go. Bourbon. Bourbon. Birdies and bourbon. I mean, that that could, that's where that podcast would be just so great at the beginning, and by hour two, really tail Hour off. two? Hour. Who's doing a two-hour <laughs> podcast? We're doing two hours. And now two hours on the Valero <laughs> Texas Holy Open. Holy mackerel. <laughs> Refill every time you make a bet. Who in the world is doing two hours? <laughs> well, Matt's out. Spoken by a guy who doesn't do podcasts <laughs> like very often. All right. By hour two. Who are we, Joe Rogan? I just want, I just wanted to work in as many drinks as possible so it could, uh, you know. Rogan really sits around with, like, it does, like, four-hour podcasts, and people just soak them it's up. Crazy. I'm like, what in the world? Who has half a day to listen to uh, a podcast? Well, what else has he got to do? Yeah. Uh, the Nets took a lead in this game, but the Knicks are not going away. Knicks up three with 7-10 left. Nick, and uh, Brooklyn with a massive run. But the Knicks are uh, trying to hold steady now. 95-92 as R.J. Barrett goes to the line for an and one. One and done time. You ready? Now, Kelly, you've already called yours, right? JT, I'm in. Justin Thomas. Matt, you want to go next or should I go next? Sure. Sure. I'm going one. (laughs) I didn't get what the answer was there either. You want to go next or should I go next? Sure. 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 I'm going with one. Cameron Smith. Born August 18th, 19. 93 in Brisbane, Australia, the beautiful mullet. He's going to go out there. He's going to weather these conditions. He's not going to be worried at all about the wind. He's used to playing in the wind. He's going to play this course, win this thing by three strokes. Your winner, the mullet, Cam Smith. Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. Three strokes, too. I don't really think we needed all that, but okay. I'm going. Did did you print off his whole Wikipedia page? Is that that page? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's a tribute. Uh, I'm going with Brooks Kepka. Went with Brooks last year at the U.S. Open. I saved him all the time for the U.S. Open. I don't think that worked out very nicely. Uh, I'll take him for the Masters. Brooks Kepka, my one and done. That's that's a good point. Like that is one where Brooks is at this place right now where I don't really know what you know. If if three months from now are we gonna are you 100 percent sure three months from now you're gonna think Brooks Kepka is 100 percent healthy? No. no, like there's no way. So I I, I think it's probably a good time to use him. I don't mind that. And I did. There are one and done standings. I I have 3.379 million in my pocket. Matt has just shy of two million, and Kelly uh, just above a million. I'm making minimum wage on the PGA Tour right now. <laughs> if you imagine. That's how my season's gone. Oh, man. Did you, happen to, did you happen to catch any of the par three before the weather set in today and they had to cancel it? But Just, they, had, they had Gary Player, Ray Floyd, and Tom Watson yeah. as the sort of tribute group. Those guys were firing at the pin. Like I was like, how? Gary Player's 86. He almost had an ace. 
I caught a bit of it. It was uh, mostly just Tommy Fleetwood's kid, apparently. That's what, that's what I caught the most A lot of kids out there. Yeah, a lot of kids. Ready for a draft? Let's do it to it. What's the order on the draft? You first and then around. Because you're behind in the draft, I believe. I am behind. Despite I think Matt and I are tied for, for, a, most for a moment there. I wasn't behind. But so then, I got uh, the win. You got the win. After regrading, yeah. yes. Right. You got the win. Oh, now my now oh, I was gonna say now my computer is all uh is all uh jacked. Okay. All right, how about no, Kelly no, 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 okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Uh I am going to uh I'm gonna go with uh John Rahm top five plus two thirty. Joaquin Neiman top twenty plus one eighty. Well, that one cross it off the list, Maddie. Off the list, that's fun. Sam Burns top twenty yeah. plus one fifty. I'll cross that one off the list. Yeah, I knew. I knew. Oh, well, here's the thing. <laughs> that was retaliation for you taking one of mine. I knew. It was <laughs> I knew. We were, I knew we were going to fire off yeah. both of those. Justin Thomas top ten plus one thirty. All right, that's another one I had to cross off. See Wu plus one twenty top South Korean. Oh, you with that. That's how he wins this stuff. I'm going to take Tiger Woods to make the cut at plus 105. And I'll cross another one off. Do, 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 do. Daniel Berger, top 10. No, 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 let me not do that. Hold on. Daniel Berger, top 20. Hold, please. Waiting for my computer. Dude. Who you want? You want Daniel Berger? Plus 120. Top 20. Daniel Berger. Cam Smith, top Australian, minus 110. This guy. Robert McIntyre, top 30, plus 120. Am I up? My turn? Your turn. Oh. Uh, Tony Finau over Adam Scott. Finau at plus 100. Matchup. Full tourney. This, that was beginning oh, wait, of round. On. Hold on. That was a round matchup. Matt, this is beginning of round four. Right. I messed up again. Let me go to tournament. Tony so Finau t- minus 110 over Siwoo Kim. Gotcha. Takes Finau over Kim for the tournament. Mm-hmm. I thought oh. you had these written down. Oh, man. What's that? I thought you had these written down. What, what's, what's, what's taking you? We're so doing a show over here. Man. No, I do. I do. I was just, um, hey, man, I'm str- strategizing. He fumbled around for 30 seconds. You're snapping on me. Come down over there. Luke List, top 30, <laughs> m- plus 160. Flex seal. That was your flex, flex seal. <laughs> Will Zalatoris in a three ball with Cantlay and DeChambeau. Uh, Zalatoris is the winner, plus 150. Why? You're gonna have to find that find that market downstairs. I can help you later. <laughs> well, Scott, Scotty Scheffler, top ten plus one fifty. It's just not a normal market we hit. The uh, the three way option, three way winner option. Rom Rory or Hovland to win plus three forty. Hammer. Rom Rory or Hovland at plus three fifty. Okay, which one do I think is more? I'll go ahead and play some ridiculous chalk here and play John Rahm as the top continental European. Oh, yeah. At minus 110. For crying out loud. John Rahm as the top continental European at minus 110. I believe that that bet has won more times on the 
primetime action. I draft. think so. The Continental Europe one? Yeah. I think so, too. Rom specifically. Also. Yeah, Rom Continental yeah. European. Yeah. It was either that or Spieth over Morikawa in a head-to-head. Mm. But I went with that one. No one beats Continental Europeans like John Rom does. Yes. <laughs> That's what I've said many times. He just drilled. I mean, it's only Hovland and then what is Sergio next on that on that odds? I was looking at that earlier. Oh, from a nationality thing? Yeah, for the continental, continental European Victor Hovland. Yeah, after Vic. Is it Sergio? Yes. Yeah. So like there's it's either like Rom or Vic. Yeah. Yeah. I took Rom. Who inevitably when we when we look up tomorrow halfway through the day and we look up at the scoreboard, uh, the leaderboard at the Masters. Who's the guy that's going to be on top of that leaderboard where we're like, oh, of course he is. How did we not think about this? I mean, here's the deal. If I'm not going to play John Rahm well, guys, we've for the of. tournament, <laughs> like, I, I mean, he, he's, he's longer for first-round leader than he is to win the tournament well, by, by double, right? right? And that's why JT will be one of my first-round leaders. So it's kind of like, do I play Rahm at 20-1 to 1 just to have some Rahm exposure? Some Rahm. And... And hope you know, hope that he goes out and shoots four under or something like that or whatever. Yeah, the uh, and the way like I don't know if people fully understand those first round leader odds out there. Like that's what you'll see because they think you know over time, right? Over four rounds, the best players' yes. games should work out. That's why they have shorter odds in the outrights, and it's the opposite for the longer odds guys, where they have longer odds to win the tournament than they would for re- to win a single Absolutely. round, where more variance could work in their work in their favor. Absolutely, that's why we always say see bass. Emiliano Grillo, <laughs> yeah. like any of Keegan these guys, Bradley, yeah. Keegan Bradley, yeah. any of these dudes, they're yeah, they will eventually have a horrible, horrible blow up round. But boy, they might win you a first round leader. I, actually, Siwoo Kim, I gotta t- I gotta check tea times, but he he would kind of work in that uh, that that same group, and uh, he might be a first round leader bet for my uh, for myself tomorrow. I believe I've won a Tommy Fleetwood bet the same way. He's good for a great yeah. round. Not necessarily and then four, he, and then put down, like three yeah. par rounds right. together. He after. is one of the most frustrating golfers. He like, he's a guy. Three years ago, Matt, like I thought he was the next big thing. Was betting him all the time, that sort of thing, and he just really hasn't rounded into form. Dude, I can't wait tomorrow. Numbers game in the morning. I don't know how I'm doing a show. I'm just gonna be distracted by my uh, stream of the Masters for 90 minutes of that show. Can't wait. The nightcap is next with Tim Murray and Sean King and Joy from Circa, the Sports Betting Network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy 
Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today.